Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. A lot to get to right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Getting your lineup set. It is week 9. Let's talk about Monday night first. Mark Andrews doubtful. Gus Edwards doubtful. Where are you ranking Isaiah likely? He will be a top 5 tight end, likely. Uh, No, inside my top 5... Definitely, um, really, amongst the guys who are playing on Sunday, because Dallas Goddard only did, I would say Travis Kelsey is the only guy I'm 100% certain I want to start over Isaiah Likely. Okay, so Gerald Everett and Evan Ingram. He he is right in that group. Like, I I had him and Everett and even, like, Foster Moreau, Tyler Higbee, all those guys are right in that 10 to 11-point range. I think Likely has 20-point upside. I mean, who's going to be the number one option in the passing game if it's not him? How about Kenyon Drake in that same game with Gus Edwards? Uh, Gus Edwards doubtful. And people, don't forget about Justice Hill. You might be able to get something out of him. But what do you think about Drake? Not as optimistic um, as I am about Isaiah Likely. A low-end number two running back. I would rather start him than guys like Michael Carter, David Montgomery, Brian Robinson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Devin Singletary, that group of low-end number two running back. But he's still behind Jamal Williams. He's still behind Antonio Gibson, Raheem Mostert. Uh, what about uh, DeAndre Swift, who's going to be limited today? Uh, also a low-end number two running back. I I have Swift and Drake projected for almost the exact same thing. Drake obviously has a much higher floor. Um, I think Swift has a higher ceiling, though, and so I might just make the decision based on that, but right in the exact same range as Drake. All right, Cordarrelle Patterson is coming back to face one of the worst run defenses in football. We don't know what the workload will be today. Did Cordero Patterson get ahead of the uh, Drake Swift group, or is he behind? He is He is one step behind those guys. I would imagine I will be the low guy on Cordero Patterson. There was something weird. They threw the ball to him five times in the season opener. He did not see more than one target per game after that. So I do think it, it, while he seems like a running back who should be better in PPR than non, because of how little they throw the ball, I think he's actually right. probably better in non. They just don't throw to running back. I mean, I think Algier had three catches last week, but he just he so rarely did. Have catches. Um, okay, James Robinson is questionable. That kind of popped up at, sort of out of nowhere. If he were to miss the game, how much would you upgrade Michael Carter against the Bills? And Carter is, like every running back you were asking me about is within like five spots in the rankings. And Carter is right in that same group with James Robinson. If there was, But you couldn't get too excited without James Robinson. It's not like 20 okay. touches against this Bills defense guarantees you a good fantasy day. I would move Michael Carter ahead of Kenyon Drake if James Robinson was out. He is behind Kenyon Drake with James Robinson. I'm not looking forward to answering these running back questions later today on YouTube. It's going it's to be a guessing game uh, for a lot of it. But, yeah, I mean, at least you have a guy like Mostert or, or Jamal Williams, guys where we feel more certain about the workload and we don't have bad yep. matchups or anything. You can feel more comfortable with them. Um, but there are a lot. Like Singletary is interesting. I know he, he wasn't originally part of this segment. But how do you feel about Singletary? Because he's, he's a clear starter. Um, he's not dealing with injury or anything like that. He doesn't have a bad matchup. He's facing the Jets. Um, but you know, but, but obviously he's a little bit tough to trust. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not 100% sure that the Jets are a good matchup. 
Um, and the Naeem Hines factor certainly is tough to complicate things. And somehow the guy who was the clear early downs back is never good when the team blows people out, which doesn't make any sense <laughs> either. So I, I, I am pretty skeptical of Singletary. I actually have him behind everyone we've talked about so far. Okay. All right. Uh, James Conner. We got to talk about James Conner. He's expected to play against Seattle. Another one that feels very risky. Currently, I have it Connor, then Drake, then Carter, then Patterson. <laughs> okay, Darren Waller is expected to miss this week's game. Foster Moreau ended up where in your rankings? He is currently at tight end eight. He is my second favorite replacement for option for Mark Andrews behind Isaiah Likely. You like him better than Ingram? Is Ingram available in less well, than sixty percent? I don't know. I don't think he is now, but I, he think okay. he was. But who, okay, who do you I like better? I Ingram have a time machine. Ingram or um, or Morrow? I, I will slightly lean Ingram. Okay, uh, Deion Jackson is he ahead of most of the running backs we've talked about? He is right in the thick of that mess. Um, actually, towards the back, he is behind Cordero Patterson. So Drake, then Carter, then Patterson, then Deion Jackson. Wow, Carter over Deion Jackson. Is that with Robinson playing? That is with Robinson playing. Okay. Damian Harris is likely out, so Stevenson would be an even better DFS play. Obviously, you're starting Stevenson. Do you like a uh, what do we what do we have to find out about the Green Bay wide receiver? Like where are you with the Green Bay wide receivers as Lazard and Watson are questionable? Well, that's the thing. I just received a text from Jamie saying Lazard in question mark. And so I'm wondering if there was a report that Lazard is supposed to play. I have not seen that yet. If Lazard plays, he is a high-end number three wide receiver. If he doesn't play, Dobbs is a high-end number three wide receiver. If Lazard okay. does play, I don't have much interest in, in Dobbs. If Lazard is out, Tunyon is my favorite DFS play at tight end and a top five tight end. If Lazard plays, Tunyon is a low-end top 12 tight end. Chargers wide receivers. Josh Palmer is a must-start number two wide receiver. DeAndre Carter is a boom-bust number three wide receiver. I am starting both in a multitude of leagues, and I'm <laughs> playing both in DFS. Okay, we got. I thought Carter was questionable. Um, I I, I thought he is questionable. I don't. I thought he was trending towards playing. Yeah, he's got an illness, so just keep an eye on DeAndre Carter. Um, and uh, any interest in a Rams running back or Chase no. Claypool or Kadarius Tony in their first games with new teams? I would like to roster them. I do not want to start them. All right, that's it for this episode of Fantasy Football Today in 5. If you have more questions, join us on YouTube at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, youtube.com slash fantasyfootballtoday. For about an hour and a half, we're answering your questions. You can also watch CBS Sports HQ at 10 a.m. Eastern on the CBS Sports app on your uh, you know, on your Roku, your Apple Fire, your Apple TV, whatever you have, Amazon Fire, whatever it is. Um, watch uh, CBS Sports HQ on the CBS Sports app. For Heath, I am Adam. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Good luck today. We'll talk to you tonight to recap the games. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 